When a circus is in town, it's time for a train ride. The best circus town train rides are the dependable ones that'll depart and arrive on time. The ones that'll take you from clown to trapeze quad elephant, see? But come on the train with the circus promise. It's intense. Hey there, fire chief. What you doing here with that old jalopy? Looking laid back with that jazz cigarette. It's Friday night, it's 8 o'clock. It's time for Fantastics Comedy Clubhouse here on Mutiny Radio. Radio, radio, radio. Uh, hey. Oh, this is all these people here, throngs and throngs of crowds. I'm so excited that there's a lady in the house tonight, a fellow lady. Sometimes I... I mean, I feel like language is political, right? Like all language is political, but... Uh, you know, I don't want to be a feminist. I don't want to call myself a feminist, but I don't, I don't know what to call myself because all the other words are just so, you know, pregnant with meaning. We're, we're all humans. I'm a female. I am a person. We are all people. I know it's not spelled like that, but boys have a peephole and girls have a vagina. So that's, I think. So I do, I have to call myself a feminist because it's the only word without the word men in it. It's, Spelling joke. Yay. Highbrow here. Highbrow. Thanks. It's a good spelling joke. It's, it's fun, fun stuff for you guys. Uh, I, I, am, I, am, I am a feminist. I'm sorry. Ugh, I, I, I know. I hate him too. Uh, knock, knock. Feminism. I can get my own fucking door. Thanks. It's kind of like the precept of feminism. It's kind of like the beginning of the thing. It is. Uh, how many feminists does it take to screw in a light bulb? Hold on, let me knock my dick out of this feminist's mouth and we'll ask her. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Feminists. Ah, I, I, uh, I hate all the, the weird, the, the thing when I started riling against, you know, the status quo and structure and being like, I'm a feminist, is that, you know, I just, I don't like shaving. I'm lazy. And I really feel like there are these things that women have to do to like... You know, okay, so it's like an ad campaign or something. In 1904, we couldn't flash a hairy ankle without being a disgusting slut. And now, if we don't shave from our big toe up to our twat like a four-year-old girl, we're a disgusting slut that no one wants to sleep with because they think you're gross. They're like, what's going on with that vagina over there? It's, no. Gillette, the best a man can get. I'll never be good enough. I should just buy the razor. Did you guys hear about the new Gillette? Razor, it has like 17 blades for the closest shave. Did you hear about this razor? It's the new, can't, 17 blades. Uh, the 13th blade is easily removable so you can slit your throat in the shower because you'll never be good enough. Doesn't matter how much you shave. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. One of my uh, best girlfriends thought that this guy broke up with her because she forgot to pluck her mole hair. I'm like, honey, it's not the, I really, I don't think it's the hair. It, I mean, what if it is? We're trained from these young little people to believe that it's all about the hair. If you do your hair right, or if you wear the right makeup, or if you shave the right parts, then finally you can be loved. Uh, I don't know. Gillette the best. I'm never going to be good enough. It's fine. It's fine, society. All your stupid rules. 
making me follow him like a woman. Here's the thing: they they tell us, "Oh, you're yeah, you're a person. You get to make decisions for yourself. That's so great." Except now that like maybe we won't be able to have abortions anymore. <laughs> Do you know that abortions were legal pretty much everywhere in the United States in 1840? They had magazines, like ads. There were ad campaigns about go get an abortion. Like one out of every four babies was ended in abortion. It actually was like a thing. You had control over your own body, and you could just kill babies at will. And but that's the thing is that they're gonna they're gonna turn this around, right? And I just I don't feel comfortable with it because um, you know I'm a 42 year old alcoholic of childbearing age, and I just don't think it's a good idea for me to have a baby right now. I think it's a really good choice for me not to have a baby. But right, thank you, right? I feel like a responsible adult. But if they make me have a baby, uh, I'm gonna have to buy some new tools so I can drill some holes in my boyfriend's trunk so the baby can breathe while we're hanging out at the bar. <laughs> See, I can't afford a babysitter, so it's just a sleeping bag in the trunk where it can breathe. Very safe. I've done that. Safe, safe, safe neighborhood. Locked in, they can breathe. They're sleeping anyways. Babies sleep like all the time, like whatever. So no problem. So, um, and maybe the child, this thing they make me have, it turns five or whatever and I'm, I'm at, uh, you know, parent-teacher conference, one of those things, and they say, you know, uh, your child said you love alcohol more than it. And I'm like, this is a sippy cup filled with vodka, you dumb bitch. I did not want the kid. Are we confused? And then finally it turns 12 and it starts doing ketamine, and I'm like, wow, who's your dealer? I can, like, finally get to know you. Take you to Burning Man. It's going to be fun. We're going to have a good time. We're going to get to know each other. And then it finally it turns 15, uh, and it starts doing all that cocaine, and it teaches me, you know, if you've been doing doing cocaine for more than 24 hours, you don't eat your boogers, you smoke them. <laughs> Fucking brilliant. Kid, Dude, love it. Right, you gotta smoke the boogers after the coke binge. It's really the more cleanly, <laughs> it is the way to go. It's better bang for your buck too. What are you rubbing, you rubbing boogers on your, on your, right. Cause sometimes you rub, I mean, but rubbing boogers on your gums is gross, but if you smoke them, everybody wins, everybody wins. Oh, uh, clearly you've never been a cokehead. Uh, you should hang out with my um, imaginary child I've had. Uh, so she finally dies at 17, right? 17 years of this uh, crazy overdose, you know, like one of those speed balls, cocaine and heroin, just like, and I'm like 17 years old. 17 years, this is a 17-year late-term abortion. That is the latest late-term abortion you can possibly have. It was your choice, America, to put her through rehab four times. Not mine. I didn't want to waste the yeah, money, taxpayer money. Yeah, yeah, abortions. I actually, I only have, um, I only have one regret about my second abortion. Uh, and that was that they didn't, they didn't, they didn't let me bring in my iPhone to tape it. Uh, so what they do is they give you this great drug called midazolam, which is a short-lived, fast-acting benzodiazepine. Another reason I shouldn't have children. I know way too much about drugs. Uh, short-living, fast-acting benzodiazepine. They give it to you before you have an abortion. And they, they get, I start feeling real good, right? And they say, hey, uh, so some people talk during the procedure and some people are silent. And I said, has anyone ever told jokes? They said, no. I said, well, you know, how long? They said, it's a five-minute procedure. So uh, it was a great show. It was a five-minute show. It was a bringer show. I left it there. I fucking killed you guys. It was so great. They were laughing the whole time. Like, they're sucking a dead baby out of me. And I'm like, they're laughing and laughing. We were having so much fun. I gave them flyers afterward. But I really do regret not being able to tape the set. 
was kind of a bummer. I know, regrets, right? Gotta get, right, abortions are fun. Sweet, enjoy that skateboard. Good luck, don't fall down. Nice fluffy wheels. I'm gonna do my best. Yeah, yay, you bet. Abortions, yay. Uh, no, I, I, hey, how you doing? I'm good to, good to see you. Yeah, just talking about abortions, just being, you know, being edgy. I'm a nanny. I get paid to hang out with children. So that's, that's a thing that I do. I do. I'm a really, I'm a good, I'm a really, despite my abortion talk, I'm a really good nanny, you guys. Uh, I am. I, I, okay, so having sex on top of a baby is not pedophilia, all right? Because you're having a good time, you're getting banged from behind, you're making eye contact with the baby, and you're having a good time. Uh, you know, babies can only see like 15 inches in front of their face anyway, so it's no big deal. Uh, and just because the baby's first words are, uh-uh, doesn't make me a bad nanny. Makes me a bad nanny. No, I am, I, am, I promise, I'm a really good nanny. Uh, I like to foster creative play as a nanny. This is something I do. I don't like to watch TV with them. I find that just to be a vapid waste of time. Uh, so the other day I was uh, tied to a desk chair with yarn and they had put tape, masking tape over my mouth. Uh, they were playing a little game. Took out a, took out a laser pointer, put it to my hand and uh, said, I'm cutting off your hand. And I was like, ow, ow. Fostering creative play, good nanny things, right? They put the laser pointer to my foot and, oh, I'm freezing your foot. Oh, it's cold. It's so cold. Put the laser pointer to my chest and, I'm breaking your heart. I'm like, Daria, you, you got to stop. Society has broken my heart. You're playing a game called police state of your own volition. What did I do? What did I do wrong to be tied to this desk chair? Uh, and they they looked at me and, uh, oh no, see, look, I already, uh, so I said, what kind of Islamic police state is this? You're cutting off my hand because I, oh, I forgot to say, how, I said, what did I do? Why am I tied to this desk chair? I just got completely thrown off. I'm sorry, you guys. Um, for no reason, I just got completely derailed. But so I said, I said to the small children, why am I tied to this desk chair? And they put their little six-year-old heads together and they came back. You stole a laptop. What kind of Islamic police state is this? You're cutting off my hand because I stole a laptop? And they looked at me dead in the face and said, if you were black, we would have shot you. I was like, police state, come, in, come into a family room near you with your good nanny. San Francisco, taking kids through the tenderloin, see a pilot poo on the ground and play a really fun game. Man or beast, man or beast. It's a fun game. Learn from a four-year-old, if it's up against a wall, it's always man. They understand physics at that age. It's really, it's really cute. Uh, hey, where's the way we start the show? We sing a little song. If you know how it goes, sing along. M-U-T-I-N-Y, comedy, clubhouse, comedy. Clubhouse. Comedy. Clubhouse. Together we will bring our jokes up high. High, high, high. M-U-T-I-N-Y, Comedy Clubhouse. You want to come inside the Clubhouse? Yay! Yay, we got some comedians to stay who aren't even on the bill. We've got real audience members in the house. 
Uh, yeah, thank you guys for not going to Clusterfest for just being poor comedians that don't have anything else to do. That's perfect. I'm like, who could afford the ticket? It's so funny. I'm like, oh, you're gonna go see real comedians? That's really cute. Yeah, it's great. Like, there's not one San Francisco comedian on the entire thing. It's really quite funny. Uh, All right. I don't even know who wants to go first. I don't remember who I put first on the list. I just, it doesn't matter. Does anyone have a hankering? Does anyone not want to go first? Does anybody care? Should we just just pick your names out of a hat? Should we just blindly, blindly just do it? All right. Your first comedian of the night is rad. She has the best calves in all of San Francisco, and I mean that not as a Warriors fan. Her legs are fantastic. She's also a very funny lady. You guys are going to have a great time right now. So clap your hands together for Valeska! Oh, God, this is really boring here, isn't it, tonight? It's okay. I didn't come here to make friends. I just came to have sex with Miley Cyrus. And, you know, <laughs> it's a newbie. I'm a newbie comedian. Newbie, new to the scene. As long as I live in San Francisco, I'll always be immature enough to think I'm some kind of a comedian. No. no. So it's actually pronounced Quifefe. Quifefe. <laughs> Quifefe. It's a party for the ladies only. I'm kind of upset. I had this one Kathy Griffin joke. You know, it was always for every holiday, like for the 4th of July, I was going to shave Kathy Griffin's head. Right? But now she's upstaged me with this beheading bullshit, whatever, right? And like everybody's freaking out. I got booed for that. I said I was going to shave Kathy Griffin's head. They're like, what? That's mean. I'm like, that wasn't even the punchline. The punchline is I was going to take her hair and donate it to my new favorite charity, helping autistic women with retarded looking breasts. Okay? And you can't get mad at me. I've been donkey punched plenty of times to be considered slightly autistic. Hey, hey, you know it. The other night, I met this guy. He said, hey, you remind me of my cousin. I said, why? Is she trying to fuck you? (laughs) That was all I tried to do with my cousins. I tried out for the vagina monologues one time. They politely asked me to leave because my pussy smells so bad. Yeah. <laughs> paying for muni is like paying for sex. No thanks, buddy. I write for free. No, thank you. No, I don't pay. So yeah. When is uh, Iggy Azalea gonna come out as Bruce Jenner for reals? And while we're at it, why does Megan Trainer think she's so fucking fine? No, no, no. Fucking that's lame. That's a lame joke. I'm sure everybody's done some stupid Megan Trainer fat bitch redhead ginger snaps joke. Gingers everywhere. I did write a little song. It's only one sentence. This guy, please go fuck a ginger. It's real sweet like that. I have this other song nobody likes. <laughs> it's called I wish that I can turn away, just turn away and walk away. But there's nothing here but an empty space. Please don't look in my ass, cause there's just no ass to see. See? That's a horrible song. Nobody likes Phil Collins. 
It's stupid. Well, I don't have an ass. You know, I have calves. That's it. That's it. I don't have a dick. Everybody's disappointed. I got some skinny jeans. It shows my fupa. Now I can't pass his tranny anymore. It was all fun and games. <laughs> yeah. All the porno I've ever made was done by TED Talks. I menstruate TED Talks. How about this one? Okay, so I'm going to talk about my gay men love to jack off to me, and it'd be cool if like I had a cool song they could fuck to, you know. But no, they just like jacking off to me. So this is it started with I was in this group uh, I got kicked out of on Facebook recently. It was called um, what was it called Spice World, and it was all 16, 17 year old, 18 year old trans girls showing pictures of their new vaginas and new titties and their new fish look, new lips, and just all the shit they got done. Okay, so at 15, 16, 17, now you don't get a new car. You get a new pussy and brand new titties and shit. If that's what you want, you can get that shit for free. And I'm like, I want it. It's because they, they're women. They identify as women. And they feel like a woman. They want to feel like a woman. So do I. I want to feel like a woman. I want a little lipo or sculptra, boob augmentation, a little Botox. Uh, well, are you, a, do you have a penis? No. Well, then no. It's a man's world. You need a dick to get all that fucking shit done fuck you spice world they kicked me out for that shit but anyway so now the new if you go around saying you're a non-binary it's the new transvestite it's a man who just dresses in women's clothes and they really like hitting on me they're just like well i'm a, a woman woman too it's okay i'm a woman do you want to see a picture of my dick and I'm like, okay, let me see. And then I'm like, oh, it looks like a homeless guy's dick. It looks like a dog used it as a chew toy. It's fucking dicks, pics, and women. So yeah, I had to recently dump my BFF, my best fucking fag, because he just started going les on me. He's like, I'm a woman. We're going to come to my house so we can les out and get high. He said he had the whole, he DVR'd the whole Dr. Quinn medicine woman collection. Because he's like, isn't that what lesbians do? They sit around and fondle each other watching Dr. Quinn medicine women, whatever the fuck. And I'm like, no, lesbians beat the fucking shit out of each other. They're violent as fuck. No, they don't sit around. He's like, it, this was really bad though I mean he's like a masculine gay and he just started like all that he started shaking I had to leave his apartment once he's like oh 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 like playing with his breasts I don't know what the hell he would he would shimmy his breasts at me he was dead serious has he ever a man ever hit he's just he was dead serious I'm like get the fuck dude you need to control yourself around me because I, I turned straight women that's a easy that's just happens but now gay guys want to fuck me and they don't know what the fuck they're even doing they haven't been close to a pussy if it no it, it, it's really repulsive I'm just, I thought it was a safe place to go hang around gay guys <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I love you so. They're like children. It's gross. I have to resort now to your bitch's pussy jokes because that's all I'm good at nowadays. So just send your thoughts and your prayers to your bitch's pussy because I'm a poet about this your bitch's pussy shit.
Your bitch's pussy is like a classroom. No attendance. Your bitch's pussy is like a spare the air day. Everyone rides for free. Your bitch's pussy is like bubble wrap. Every time it moves, a blister snaps. Your bitch's pussy is like a filibuster. Bend over in court, you ain't gonna win with that. It's like an obstruction of justice. It's like a garden gnome. It just stands on the lawn looking at you funny. Your bitch's pussy menstruates peanut butter and queefs Bible verses. Your bitch's pussy is like an egg, beaten. Your bitch's pussy is so fat, it likes bacon-wrapped dick. Your bitch's pussy is like a low-hanging fruit. Enough said. Your bitchy, your bitchy, <laughs> your bitch's pussy is like Meg Ryan. Its career is over. Your bitch's pussy is like Michael Jackson, dead. Your bitch's pussy is like the Titanic, it sunk. Everybody's like, no dapple. We don't want a pipeline. No Dakota fucking pipeline. Your bitch's pussy's like, lay that pipeline down right here now. Oh, I'm Indian. <laughs> Your bitch's pussy yelled out Beetlejuice three times and gave birth to Donald Trump. I love this guy. Oh, thank you. I said, show me the vag facts. She said, check out the hydraulics of my pussy. I see your bitch pussy. It was shaved all weird. I said, what's that? She said, it's a Nike swoosh. I said, what's that mean? She said, just do it. I said, it take 10 days by horse just to get through your bitch's pussy hair. I said, your bitch's pussy is like Bob Saget. Enough said. My pussy is like John Stamos. Perfect hair. My pussy shoots chemtrails. Please don't look in my ass, cause there's just no ass to see. I've been walking down the street Everybody looking at me. Please don't look at my ass. What about this? I love this old classic. I only have one sentence to all my songs. While your mama's head is so small. 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 Don't it feel like the wind is always howling? Blah, 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 blah. I can see your mama's head from the top of the Chrysler building. While your mama's head is so small. While your mama's head is so small. Your mama's breath is so kinky, she had to tie it up at the Folsom Street Fair. <laughs> When I was a little girl, my mother abandoned me. All I remember, I was sitting on the side of the curb and watching the car drive away with the bumper sticker that said, no fat chicks.
Carlissa Westerlin. I'm a very strong woman. I don't need you to hold my hair back while I vomit. She walked by. I was throwing up profusely around the corner the other time. (laughs) It was bad. I was like, I couldn't even control my tongue kind of vomit. like, look, I have, like, shit dripping, and I can't control it. Look over here. <laughs> Please go fuck a ginger. Yeah, that's the song for her. Oh, no, here, one more song. You take them good, you take them bad, you take them on. There you have the tits and ass. The tits and ass in a world that's so full of dick. Here comes some tits and ass. Some tits and ass. Okay, that's my time. Be the skid mark you want to see in the world. Hey! I can't pay you money, but I can give you marijuana when you perform. Uh, do you guys want to Rosham for it, or do you want to... He'll do it! He'll do it! Yeah. Your next comedian, a lovely a lovely young man, uh, very funny, hangs out here all the time. You guys are going to laugh hysterically. He has flowers today, it looks like, for you, the audience. Some flowers are really great. They take, like, metals out of the earth. And if, you, if you're if you on, like, radioactive ground or whatever, plant sunflowers, but don't eat the seeds because they'll kill you. But they'll pull metals out of the earth. I know. Learn something new. Da-na-na-na. You can hear radio teaching you things. Uh, Vleska, that was fucking amazing. I'm still, I have tears. Like, I'm seriously wiping tears out of my face. That was an awesome, awesome set. You're you are the great set, Velasco. You're the best. <laughs> we had sex today. We didn't have to masturbate. It was good. Yay. We took a day off for work. Yay. Your next meeting is a really funny guy. Clap your hands in a slappy like motion. Free and Levy. Yay. This is a little awkward because I was going to do my uh, 40 your bitches pussy jokes in a row. And then it just, it just, it's like, ah, it's going to look like I just ripped off her entire act. I don't, what? That's all I have. That's my bread and butter, your bitches pussy jokes. So I don't, I don't, I don't know what I'm, I'm doing. Uh, honestly, the, 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 you're very funny, but the, the craziest thing about your set was you could actually sing. It's like, what are you, what are you doing doing comedy? You have talent. Go live your, go, go live your life. Go, go sing a song. I don't know. Okay. I don't, someone gave me this flower earlier, so I thought I'd, I'd bring it up on stage now. I feel like it's very underdeveloped bit. I don't know what to, I'll just... Someone gave it to me. I gave it to Casey. Now you pass it on to someone on the street. And the the flower. Oh, there we go. That's cheating if you give it to. So oh, what, what, okay, there you go. Well, no, 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 just pass it around the room. You gotta give it. To, go give it to a straight. Okay. Yeah. Now you, this is just indulgent. I don't like this at all. This. Uh, boy. Okay. Should we just? That's good. That's that's what I want. I'm just trying to spread the love. I'm I'm getting more into inspirational speeches out of not even doing comedy. Just believe in yourself. Okay. Jokes start now. <laughs> Serious. Stop, stop fucking around. Uh, I've been reading a lot about feminism because uh, I th- I think it's really important uh, to know your enemy, and so I'm just kind of just. 
hunt them and track their movements. <laughs> I, uh, no, that, that's a silly joke. Sorry, I, I feel like I started off weird. How, are, how, how is everyone doing tonight? How is everyone? I'm doing fine. Thanks for asking. I don't, I don't, is that, are you guys raised in a fucking barn? What is, is that, is, someone, someone tells you how, oh, what's going on? Um, what's, what's new with me? Sounds like they're having a good time. I don't, I, um, uh, I have a girlfriend now. So that, that's, yeah, that's something, a little girlfriend. Um, oh, sorry, no, I mean, uh, I'm lonely. That's what I meant. I'm very, very sad and lonely. That's, I mix those two up a lot. <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm, I'm figuring out, I'm figuring out some shit. Uh, my dad is uh, getting married. I'm going to go to his wedding in a couple of days. So my dad's getting married uh, to a woman named, uh, not my mom. So that was, that's, uh, I, I'll probably have to learn her name at some point, but that's how that's how it's going so far. I, no, that's okay. No, I'm, I'm waiting for. No, 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 no. You're you're killing it, man. I'm waiting for you to stop to start the next joke. I don't want it to when it when this is all recorded for my special, man. I don't. <laughs> I don't want it. The audio, the jokes. You know, I want the audience to be able to hear the jokes. So I'm just I'm just fucking around. Uh, I've been I've been um, I've been working on a new a new a new bit. We can try that. Uh, this is this is called um, 1920s gangster uh, goes to the optometrist. Okay, 1920s gangster goes to the optometrist. Mm, see, I'm the biggest gangster of all. See, I'm the biggest gangster of the 1920s. See, uh, what what is it I can do for you here at the uh, optometrist's office? Well, see, I want to see. See, you want to? I want to see. See, you want to? I want to see. See, I don't. I don't understand what you're. I want to see. See, enter nearsighted uh, sea captain. I want to see the CC. You want to see the CC? I want to see the CC. Enter agreeable Spaniard. C. I want to see the CC. I want to see you. See, I want to see the CC. Gentlemen, gentlemen, please. Please. I'm losing control of this room. If you could just. Each cover one eye and tell me the first letter on this list. I see a C, C! You see a C? I see a C, C! C. <laughs> Scene. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's the end of that bit. That's, that's... <laughs> oh dear, where, where is it all gone wrong? <laughs> oh boy. Um, do you guys know you can no longer get uh, buried in, in San Francisco? It's not, we're out of grave plot space. There's no more. There's no more space. So if you want to get buried, you either have to go out to Oakland or there's like the uh, there's a grave plot out in uh, Daly City. Um, 
but even that space is getting contested over now even it's now hard to even get space there which means uh even after death uh we still have to deal with gentrification like it is there are families being forced out of their home there are couples who've lived here 60 years one of them passes away uh, and the other one wants to get buried next to them but like chad from google is getting taking that plot space Found his gravestone. Hashtag YOLO. <laughs> Hashtag some Drake lyric. Like that is. You're not feeling the real jokes. Okay, that's fine. I'm just I'm just filling out the room. I'm just getting. We're just getting started here. I don't know what's what's going on. We're all we're all just just feeling it out a little bit. Do you guys like being in the Bay Area? Do you guys like living in the Bay Area? Eh, eh? just eh. Here's what I like about the Bay Area. What I like about the Bay Area is when you're here in the Bay Area, no matter who you are as a person, it doesn't matter your age, uh, your age, religion, sexual preference, whoever you are as an individual uh, in the Bay Area, we all come together, right? Uh, and together, uh, we try to pretend homeless people don't exist. Like it's just the glue that bonds us together, uh, makes every relationship stronger. Every person in here has walked past a homeless person, told them they didn't have any cash, and then gone directly into a cash-only miniature golf course. Like I have done that twice this week. So it is just, I don't understand San Francisco. I don't. It's the only place in the world where someone will tell you the only way to be a good person is to eat a vegan diet. And they'll tell you that, uh, well, they are curb stomping to death a homeless person. Like, it just doesn't compute. I don't. Free range just isn't free range. I don't. I got some blood on my Uggs. I don't. People are weird, but this is a weird city. I'm still, I'm still trying to, uh, trying to figure out what I'm, what I'm doing. I, I am single, and I realized today I was walking over here, uh, and I was holding. I, I recently deleted all my dating apps because uh, I just got tired of them. But I was walking over here, and I was holding a book, a flower, and a ukulele. Just like the saddest, like women, please. <laughs> what do you like? Take your pick. <laughs> just show. Uh, uh, it's over there. It's. It, I mean, it wasn't. I was just fucking around with it. It wasn't for the act. Yeah, I could play a song. I wasn't planning on it, but you probably don't. I I do actually know how to play the ukulele. Yeah, that could. I I could maybe, maybe once you light me, I'll play. I'll I'll play myself off. How about that? So to end on on some energy, because <laughs> I'm feeling very laid back today. Good. No, I'm good. I've I've decided. Have you guys? I recently read a book on Roger Ailes' life. Roger Ailes uh, created Fox News. And one of the things he did to Fox News that all the companies have followed since then, since uh, is he sexualized the news. That's why when you turn on Fox News, all the female reporters are uh, under the age of 35 and they all wear short skirts and have blonde hair. Uh, this is true. This isn't like this is a known thing about Fox News. And MSNBC and CNN have followed suit where most of their female reporters are meant to look very attractive it's fucked up like i don't agree with it but i do think there is a market we're not reaching they haven't the male reporters don't have to live by that standard i think there's a market we're not reaching like we need to appeal more to women's interest so i think every now and then to have a show like that we could have the sexualized women and we just have a male 
reporter at the desk just turn and look straight into the camera uh, and go, uh, enough about me, how's your day going? And then just to really emotionally connect. That was a new joke. That's how that's how doing new jokes on shows go. So, n- never never tried it before. I like it. I'm gonna keep doing it. So fuck you guys. <laughs> I'm gonna throw all all evidence out the window that that there's no demand for that joke. <laughs> there is there for, for because he was like it's like emotional. Can I? Can, I don't know. What do, what do women like? I'm very. Pokemon Go? I don't know. I'm just... <laughs> this is why I'm lonely. <laughs> oh, boy, guys. I'm going to... Um, I've been thinking about trying to get better uh, at stand-up comedy. I've been trying to get better at stand-up. I don't know if you know this or not, uh, but the way you get better at comedy is you go to a lot of open mics. Um, and recently I found, actually, this is a tip for you guys, um, there's a lot of open mics that no one goes to around the city, and you can just go and have free reign of them. They're really great. They're called um, uh, karaoke, and you just go, you just go with your hot ten, uh, and pick the quietest song on the roster, which is Cat Stevens' "Father and Son," and you just let the first few bars play. It was like ba 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 ba. It's not time to make a change. And then I come out and just like, what's the deal with toasters? Bread goes in, toast comes out. Where does the bread go? Just fucking crush that karaoke bar, man. Just fucking places lit to shit. Oh, boy. Just trying to one minute. Okay, so could, you, could you toss me? Yeah, I was just gonna fuck around. I didn't have any real, real songs to play. I'll do, I could do a song I wrote a long time ago, or I could do an improvised song. So, we'll we'll see how it goes. No, I don't. Uh, the only song, the only comedy song I wrote is about working at Starbucks. But let's see here. I'm also a horrible singer, so I'm sorry. It's good. This is gonna, oh boy. Um, let's see here. We could just. I can only sing. I was very much inspired by the musical stylings of Bismarcky. That's where I get a lot of my singing advice comes from. You just. The set out better. I probably shouldn't want such a warm ass sweater. I'm sweating. I'm sweating. Why did I not plan out my jokes? I don't know, folks. Ended on improv. Not a good sign. It's time to get 
back in line at comedy. <laughs> My career is bust. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. I should be funny. I'm a Jew. Okay, that didn't even rhyme. <laughs> We're all gonna make it. All be stars. All get super rich. Drive fancy cars. Yeah, beauty. <laughs> you know. Just gonna keep on going Cause I don't know What to do Okay I think I'm just gonna I'll just end it there Thanks guys Valeska can sing Ian can play the guitar What is wrong Who are these people That was great he didn't even tell president it's a tiny guitar it's a ukulele it's a it's a guitar made for a cat for the cat size like if a cat had a guitar it would be about the size of a ukulele right could you cats could play banjos probably right they've got the claws they could just pick no does anyone have a vision of a cat with a banjo wouldn't that be fun a tiny cat okay should not eat the product. <laughs> um, uh, your next comedian just graduated from school, which is very exciting. And I didn't see your graduation pictures or anything. But, no, I did on Facebook. I did see them. Yes. And uh, congratulations. And, uh, I, I'm, yeah, you're going to go. He's going to be, he'll, he'll be matriculating in the fall to SS, San Francisco State, yeah? Yay! Okay. Put your hands together, everybody, for Ahmed Abdelrahman. Yay! Yeah, it was just community college, so it really doesn't mean shit. But um, I'm glad to be here. Um, as you can tell, I am here for affirmative action. Uh, you know, I'm the only one here with uh, very bad vision, uh, obviously. No, I'm just kidding. I'm so glad to be here because most of the time, like, uh, I'm used to being, like, one of two and a half black people on the show. Uh, I'm just kidding. Um, so, yeah, I did just graduate uh, from community college. I got my AA in communication. Um, that, that doesn't really mean shit, actually. But it was cool. It was cool for me like to do that. You know, like on the day of the graduation, they gave me this scarf thing. They called it a stool, and it was black and gold, and it was made for, in like West Ghana, so in Africa. And I was really happy about it. I was like, yeah, they gave it to me because I'm black. And then I saw an Asian guy wearing it, and I was like, what the fuck? Like, what the hell is going on? Then I saw a white girl wearing it, and I was like, oh, that's right. My school doesn't see color. Fuck this place. That's why I'm leaving. <laughs> Hate that school, man. I really do. Shit. Oh, man. But, um, so, Ian, you were talking about uh, what's it called gentrification earlier. I, I'm a bit of a conspiracy theorist, you know? Like, I think, well, we all know that um, the government may crack to destroy black communities. Um, and I think they realized that wasn't really working, so they started using kombucha, um, and it's proven to be much more effective. <laughs> like, you know, you know the fucking black community is getting destroyed when your drug dealer becomes a yoga instructor, you know? Like, <laughs> oh man, you know, like, I go up to his house, and like, um, he cracks, cracks open a 40, and he puts some chia seeds in it, and I'm like, what the fuck, man? Like... <laughs> You know, he's like, well, I'm just getting ready for my class, you know? He's like, have you ever, like, seen, a, like, a really thuggish yoga instructor, man? 
He's just like, this is called creeping, nigga. <laughs> this is called about to hit a lick. I don't know. I don't go to yoga, but this is what I see him do. And you know what? At least his chakras are aligned, you know? I'm good. I'm glad with that, you know? At least, you know, um, this is a strange time we live in. You know, it really is. I, I think it's really strange because I still see signs for the Neighborhood Watch program in Oakland. And I'm like, why? Are you, like, what does the Neighborhood Watch do? Like, in Oakland, like, wh- wh- are they the guys that just puts everything on world star hip-hop? Like, like, because, like, they don't snitch. We know that, you know, they're just there waiting with a camera phone to put the shit online, you know? That that's this is what I think about when I get secondhand high. Uh sorry, I wasn't smoking all day. I'm fasting. So I, like I like I just ate right now and I just had some water and I haven't been smoking, but then you guys start smoking and I was like, "Oh shit, I'm high now." So <laughs> No, it's totally fine. It's totally fine. God is not going to like strike me down for it, you know? At least I don't think so. I don't, I don't, I, don't, I didn't read the rule book, okay? <laughs> I just do whatever my dad tells me to do. Uh, so, okay, um, yeah, no, but I am fasting. Uh, this is like day seven, six. I don't even fucking know. But um, it's been going great. The the like one thing that people don't know is that like people know that you can't eat or drink, but one thing you also can't do is you can't like have sex or masturbate. Um, so after I'm done with this, I'm going to go jack off so much tonight. Like, you have no idea. I've been beating my dick so hard these last couple of days. I swear it's died and come back at least three times now. <laughs> like, I'm surprised my balls haven't fallen off. You know, I had to check. I had to make sure that, like, it wouldn't, like, nullify my whole day of fasting. I Googled this shit just to make sure I wouldn't have to make this day up. It's like, yeah, after you're, after you're done breaking your fast, you can jack off. It's not good, but you can do it. I'm like, hell yeah. I'm going to do that. Hell <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I had to like tie a straw to my dick just to keep it hold up. Like it, it, it's just, it's just bad, man. It's just bad. Like I got like, you know, the Capri Sun straws. You know, I just like stretch it out and just tie them together. And sh- okay, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop. Like, it's just not. It's just like I'm, I'm killing myself at this point. You know, you know what? I, I gotta stop talking about that shit. But you know something? Like the thing is, like, well, you know what really sucks about like getting an STD? Is that like I think that's the only way I can like I can convince people that I'm not a virgin. Like that's the only way. Like I got that one of those resting virgin faces, you know. Like people look at me and you're like, nah, he's never had sex. He's never had sex. I don't believe it, you know. Like I could be having sex right in front of people right there, and like that. That's a hologram. They made Tupac come alive last year. Like I don't believe that's true. It is what it is. Ah uh, shit. So this is a newbie show, right? I'm I'm pretty new to the uh, comedy scene out here in the Bay Area, um, but I actually started in Humboldt County. Uh, if you guys don't know about Humboldt County, you probably don't smoke meth, or which is good, which is good. Um, but I I'm actually from the Bay Area, born and raised. I was I was born and raised in Oakland uh, before it was gluten free, and um, thank you. And like uh, it's it's changed. Like people are always saying that Oakland is tough. And if you think Oakland's tough, you've obviously never been in Richmond. Like, I, I had a girlfriend that lived in Richmond, and I had to break up with her, you know, because every time I went to go see her, I was basically putting my life on the line, and I didn't love her like that. Fuck that shit, you know? Like, if you're going out with someone from Richmond, that takes commitment to a whole new meaning, all right? That is the definition till death do us apart right there. <laughs> like, for real, that, that was a scary relationship, man. <laughs> 
Oh, man, do you know how hard it is to be in a relationship with someone for rich man? You, I don't think you understand. Like, do you know how hard it is to break up with them? Like, you gotta take steps. You gotta first fake your death and shit, man. Like, it's just not cool. Um, but yeah, Oakland, like, it's really changed though. Like, um, one thing that stayed the same was like, for me, like, the hardest part, like, growing up and now is looking like the only black guy who was allowed to say nigga. Um, I said it one time and I got my ass beat. By a couple Filipino dudes, man. Like, <laughs> never buy weed and back a Taco Bell again. I just won't do it again. Won't do it again. So, Cinco de Mayo just passed. I know it's like been a whole month, but uh, that's one of my favorite um, holidays. Anyone else like that holiday? All right, cool. I like Cinco de Mayo because I like seeing white people wearing sombreros and ponchos, you know? Because whenever you see a white guy wearing a sombrero and poncho, that's cultural appropriation. When you see a black guy doing it, that's a Puerto Rican. Uh, when you see an Asian guy, that's just a Filipino. That's, that's what it is. So, yeah, uh, like I said, I grew up in Oakland, and I used to get called a lot of names, um, like the Black Harry Potter, because I'm black and I wear glasses. That, that's it. That's the only reason they'd call me that. But it actually inspired me to write my own Harry Potter books growing up. Like, uh, I wanted to write a Harry Potter book if he was based off of, like, if he lived in Oakland, if he was born and raised here. The first one would be called Harry Potter and the Wizard on Welfare. Second one would be called Harry Potter and the Prisoner from San Quentin. There you go. And it's going to be a trilogy. Third one was going to be called Harry Potter and his Half-Blood Baby Mama. Yeah. I was actually a big fan of the books. I went and saw the last movie in theaters, and I never saw it again. That movie sucked. Really did. Like, my favorite part during that whole movie was the part where my girlfriend gave me a hand job. Like, that, that was it. I'm never going to watch it again. Fuck that shit. That was a terrible piece of shit. Yeah, really. I'm 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 pissed off about sneaking my Burger King in there. Like that's how bad it was. You know, like normally I don't feel bad about sneaking food in there, but I'm like, nah, it wasn't worth it. it wasn't worth it. That that movie sucked. Oh man. So uh I'm trying to I am trying to quit smoking weed though. Um like completely. Uh because like it's just gotten me too paranoid, you know? Like it's I like it's to the point where when I'm taking the bus, I make sure I'm the last person getting on just so there's less pressure for me to get on, you know? Like, that's how bad it is. Like, you know, have you ever been so paranoid that when you go to the bathroom, you check three times behind the curtain just to make sure there isn't someone with an axe trying to kill you, you know? Like, this is me every Thursday. Like, this is what I have to deal with. People, like, I'm just saying, do you know how many young black men have probably died that way this year? None. And I don't want to be the first, okay? I'm not trying to be a statistic. That's what I'm trying to say, man. So I'm trying to move on to the hard stuff, like crack, uh, trying to lose some weight, you know. I'm trying to be more active in my life is what I'm saying. How much time am I getting tonight? Uh, I'm just going to light you at one, but you have a minute and 30. Okay, cool. A minute and 30. Well, shit, I guess I'll actually do some old jokes then. Um, I'm Sudanese. Um, Sudan is one of the countries on a travel ban, uh, which is funny because I just said Donald Trump has never met a Sudanese person before. Like, the only reason my cousins want to come to America is so they can eat donuts and Rihanna. That's it. Sudan's a Muslim African country, you know? And the only thing we're, like, the only thing that's going on over there is that we're starving for that pussy. Like, for real, man. Like, my, my cousins just want to come here and, like, oh, man. I, I can't talk about them about right now because this is going on Facebook, right? They're going to hear this shit. Like, I'm like, oh, they're going to hear this shit. Those bastards. Um, but yeah, man, like everyone in Sudan loves Rihanna, you know, all they want to do is come here and just get underneath her umbrella, Ella, Ella, 
Hey, hey. No Rihanna fans? Damn. Okay, shit. No one's a fan of eating pussy or Rihanna. Damn. What's that? Oh, okay. But the, the joke's already over, though. So it's like, you're a little too late for that. Thank, thank you for your participation. It was too late, but thanks anyways. All right, well, fuck it. You know, I had a good time. Uh, I got a bowl of mac and cheese I'm going to finish. Um, fuck, I'll, I guess I'll go, like, I don't know, piss in someone's gas tank right now. Have a good night. Ahmed Uncle Ramen! Yay! Mac and cheese! Woo! I love mac and cheese. Uh, my tummy hurts. What's wrong with me? I don't know. Uh, it's because I'm not allowed to... It's because I don't get to drink anymore on Fridays and my my body's like, get her alcohol. It's <laughs> very sad. Uh, hey, your next comedian is a really funny guy. I got to hang out with him the other night at Brainwash and that was fun and we get to laugh at him right now. Everybody clap wildly for Hunter Uniac! Alright guys. Hi. Hunter Uniac. 22 years old and I dress like a dad who's never met his kids before. Yeah, That's my life. I don't know. I feel like I look like a dad because of this dad hat and I'm wearing it right now because I haven't gotten a haircut in a while. And if I don't gel my hair, I look like the least fuckable backup singer from a boy band in the year 2000. <laughs> you know, or like I never grew out of my chemical romance phase. You know, like I've been doing comedy for a year and a half. I, gotten, I haven't gotten a haircut for a year just for one shitty joke. Why? Because I'm a fucking professional with this, guys. <laughs> I'm not going to put the hat back on. No, no. Um, went to a wedding the other week. Those are fun. At this wedding I went to, they have this tradition called the money dance. If you guys don't know what that is, you walk up to the bride, present her with a certain amount of cash, and then you get to dance with her for a final farewell. And I think it's a great way to start off a lifelong commitment based on mutual trust, love, and respect for one another. Have all the other guys at your bachelor party shower your wife with singles for a private dance. Last one I went to actually had that, um, had that tradition. I saw the worst part about it too. Okay, the worst part was about like, my friend got married, he was 18. Yeah. His wife, 38. All right. Yeah, I had to sit with all those underage friends at a wedding. I had to drink alone at a fucking wedding. Age is just a number. Alcoholism is real and it tears families apart. Did he marry her because she was his boss and financially stable? No, but true. Did he marry her because she threatened to beat the shit out of the bartender with her high heels for her husband to get a drink? Yeah. Age is just a number. Alcoholism brings families, tears families apart, guys. I don't know. Um, I was born a bastard child. You know, like I was actually there for my parents' wedding. They married on my fifth birthday. You know, I was the ring bearer, you know, beautiful moment. Looking back on it now, that's when I, re I realized that's when my parents found out my mom was pregnant with my little brother. I wasn't even the fucking child they got married over. Yeah, that whole ring bearer honor. No, that was my first shitty temp job. It was weird. I don't know. Um, I've done a lot of martial arts. Like, I'm not good at it. You know, but like I've learned a lot in 15 years of fighting and I've come to the conclusion that in f that's not a punchline, but cool. <laughs> I'll take it. No, but um, in those years, I've, I've, I've come to the conclusion that all forms of martial arts are just gay foreplay. Boxing, pillow fighting for men. You're even required to fight in your underwear. Sumo wrestling, that's, that's already fucking obvious. Japan's weird. 
I don't know. It's weird, though. Like, I feel like in all forms of professional fighting, you're required to fight in your underwear. I think that's, I think that's why I can beat the shit out of any boxer in a bar fight. You know, like, I'll be punching on him. I don't know how it fucking started, but I'll be hitting him. And they'll be like, wait, wait, wait. I got to get naked first. You know, and then he'll start taking off his pants. and be like, wait, aren't you going to get naked? No, then why? I'm not even getting fucking paid for this. What the fuck's going on right now? I don't know. It's just weird. Like, professional, I just don't, I don't think professional fighters can fight outside of, you know, the ring. Because, like, you know that guy that would, you know, always, like, get in a fight and he'd take off his shirt, you know, and he's just screaming at you, like, let's go, son. I'm going to fuck you up. By the end of this shit, you won't be able to walk home. Imagine if he was saying that shit while taking off his pants. You know, that's just, I don't know. I feel like, okay, that means professional fighters could fight. I don't know. Outside. That's why I don't like wrestling. You know, like, in my opinion, it, I've been jaded by so much, by, you know, like, boxing and all those things, that for me, a real fight does not have your clothes on. That's why, that's why wrestling's fake. They're wearing fucking clothes. All right. Um, fun fact about me, my mom's tits are fake. And it's weird how I found out. Like, she, um, she lost 30 pounds in the past year. And, you know, like, she's disabled, so one day I was helping clean her bed. I'm like, Mom, are your tits fake? And she replies calmly, why, yes, Hunter, they are. Now, that's where the conversation should fucking end. <laughs> but no, she keeps on going on. I got them when I was 20. In the 80s, everybody did coke off them. So much coke was done off my mother's tits, and when she breastfed me as a baby 10 years later, I came away with my one tooth just like... You guys have all fucking heard that already. I don't know. Um, where was I going to go with this? Oh. No, fuck that. Guys... Let me go to my notes. Yeah, wow. Oh, yeah, guys. I'm half white, half Filipino, which is a weird combination, I know, which which means I'm like 100% white at heart, but like 100% Filipino on paper, you know? I'm so white, I discovered most deaf from a cameo he had on House. Worst part about that, that's not a fucking joke. It's actually true. He played a deaf guy, never listened to his music. I'm so white, I give, I give my drug dealers Yelp reviews. I'm so white, if I was a pimp, all my bitches would have dental. You guys are like looking up here right now going, that's sad excuse for a Mexican trying really hard not to get deported by Trump right now. Yeah. Guys, I believe that if God's real, he's an alcoholic. Why? Because if you don't go to his house every Sunday morning for liquor and shitty snacks, you will burn in hell for eternity. He spent the past 2,000 years going up to every single man, telling him to chop off the tip of your dick, put ashes on your forehead on Wednesday. Those are the actions of somebody hanging out in fucking 6th Street. <laughs> if God's an alcoholic, if God's an alcoholic, Satan's a stoner. Satan's a stoner. Why? Because the very first time you see him in the Bible in the Garden of Eden, he convinces a woman to give in to her munchies. <laughs> People are always afraid, like, oh, don't go to hell. It's full of fire and brimstone. Fuck no. The devil just got that fire-ass weed. And I'm a stoner, brim with excitement to go there. Are you kidding me? That's, I'm not going to, if I die, I'm not going to fucking heaven. I'm terrified of heights. I'd be spending the first thousand years of eternal bliss having a fucking panic attack. Worked in construction a lot. So, like, I feel like I have a right to say this. You know, Jesus Christ was the worst carpenter ever. Why they got anybody else to build the cross they hung him with? And I was thinking about Mary, too. Like, I found it weird that, you know, Mary was, um, like, 
Jesus wasn't born with a good pounding session of wood, so that's why he fucking took, her out, took him out. Bye, Ahmed. I'll miss you. Oh, shit, cops came. They're, here for, they're looking for him. Um, um, but yeah, where was it? Oh, I, I, I believe that Jesus Christ was the only sober man up until that time period. Why? Because if you don't, why? Because, wait, no, I fucked that up. God damn it, guys. It's like the first fucking joke I wrote. What the fuck? I don't know. Um, talked about weddings, talked about martial arts. Oh, yeah, martial arts. Um, that's why now, whenever I'm in the bedroom with you know, this beautiful woman, like, you know, I'm about to have sex with her, I like to pretend to introduce myself in the bedroom like I'm Michael, Michael Buffer. You know, like I'm getting all hyped up for the act, and I'm like, and in the right corner, wearing a gray sweater because he's self-conscious about his weight. Coming in with an 0 for 0 record. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, this is his very first time in the ring. Give it up for Hunter Uniac. And in the left corner, wearing nothing at all because she's too drunk to give a fuck. Oh, shit, is that a wedding ring? Let's get ready for disappointment. Fuck. I have a bad sex life, guys. I guess that's my point. Um... You guys ever think that Hulk Hogan looks like Thor if life didn't work out for him? Yeah? Cool. I was thinking about making an Avengers movie, but he's like the only sad version of another Avenger. You know, like John Goodman, I guess John Goodman from um, The Big Lebowski could play like an over, like you know, a fat Tony Starks, you know, like right after he gave up in the Iron Man suit, like he was too fat to fit in there. Yeah. Case is all proud of me. I never know any fucking movies. <laughs> I don't know. Um, go to my notes. Where'd you go, Ahmed? Oh, yeah, I saw the cops outside, like, right as you walked out. So I thought you were going to do some Jason Bourne shit. Like, I was kind of, like, weirded out for you. Like, I was expecting you to just come through this wall, like, you know, like, busting the glass and shit. I don't know. Sorry to disappoint. Ah, well, I'm doing that right now. <laughs> Is that the minute light? All right. I guess I'll end it on that. That's my time, guys. Thanks for listening. Yay. It's so, I mean, it's a radio show. You don't have to tell people you have notes. You never have to lift the veil. Lifting the veil. Are you leaving? Oh, you really are going on a date with the, with the ukulele? No, I have to drop all my stuff. Oh, yeah. Because otherwise you'd look a little weird. At least you have a flower to give her. Oh, okay. And then I'm pretentious. Yeah. Oh, I knew you were going to sing her the song. That would everybody love me. Okay, that's cute. All right, have fun. Ian Levy doesn't want to stay for the headline. Got to go on a date. He's actually going on a date. That's exciting. Maybe it's this light. Maybe it's like I'm having epileptic, like, I don't know what's happening to me. I'm falling through another dimension. I've been watching too much Twin Peaks, and I was like, do people get Twin Peaks tattoos? Was that like a thing? Like, you know, you get the three triangles behind your neck or you get the log lady tattoo and fire walk with me. Nobody was into, okay. I'm rewatch. Jonathan and I are rewatching. It's really good. Twin Peaks. 90s. 91 was not a terrible time. Okay. Uh, 
your your next comedian probably wasn't even alive. You're a young guy. Were you even? A, no, of course that's. How old do you have to be to drink these days? Can you be born in? Someone do math for me. If you were born in '91, you're you can drink. Oh man, I'm so. I was when I was a junior in college, junior in high school. I'm so old. Anyways, I'm not a newbie around the block. Your uh, your next comedian is. We got to your baby picture was really cute, and I liked the thing about the bikes. I was like, why all the Babies on bikes. I uh, hate you guys. You're going to laugh right now for Ashanan. Yay! Thank you, Pam. Yes, I was, in fact, born in the year 1990. Um, yeah, so I guess you were a sophomore in high school at that point. And just for the record, the legal drinking age in many places is 21. But it is possible to drink before you reach that age. So hello to the eight stone people in the radio station and grand total of one listener on the internet. <laughs> How's everyone doing? Uh, I would like to apologize in advance because my radio voice is just not coming out today. I'm recovering from a cold. Um, and I've just been having kind of a shitty time in general. Uh, I lost my job like a few weeks ago. And it was really sad. I worked at this company for four years. It was a light bulb company and they went out of business. And I got nothing. I didn't even get a shitty light bulb joke out of it. So there's that. But uh, don't worry about me too much because I'm an immigrant. And for us, losing a job is like losing a bicycle. You know, we'll just steal a new one tomorrow. So I'll be fine. I'm not like these pussy ass, like, first-generation immigrants who are like, oh, I'm so special. My parents came here when they were, like, 18 years old with $10 and did all the hard work and suffering for me. Like, I'm zero gen. I left my parents back home. Like, my mom's making breakfast right now, okay? Just kidding, guys. She's not making breakfast. The power is out. <laughs> who are we kidding here? It is true, though, uh, I am an immigrant, and uh, a lot of people, I guess, don't believe me when I say that because I sound American. But the way it's always expressed to me is, wow, Ash, you're really from India, but your English is so good. And that kind of pisses me off sometimes because not only did it take six generations of English colonial occupation of my homeland, but you know how many hours I had to spend watching Friends on bootleg DVD? It was a lot of fucking work, guys. I mean, I want to reply sometimes saying, you know what? Like, you're not the only people with stereotypes. What, you're really from America? But you're not obese. You might be slightly drunk, but not completely stupid. I can't say that because, you know, I'm not a fighter, so I'll end up in hospital. So now the story is that I used to work in a call center best employee five years running. Thank you for being a valued Wells Fargo customer. My name is Jeff. How can I help you? Or some generic name. I learned a lot of things about America during my time here. Like Americans love their rights a lot. Like, uh, like First Amendment rights, free speech. Americans love free speech. But here's the thing. Just because something is legal to say does not make it a good idea to say it. Like, I'm a brown guy, I've got a beard, 
I'm a comic. If I walked out of a venue and said, oh man, I totally bombed that show. Totally legal for me to say that, but it would be a terrible idea. Or like, imagine if I was an actor and my agent called me to like schedule something. And I said, oh man, sorry, I can't do Thursday. I got a couple shootings planned that day. <laughs> Perfectly legal for me to say that out loud. But I don't think it would be a great idea for me to do so. And, and then there's the Second Amendment rights. This is something the rest of the world doesn't get. Americans love guns. There's so many guns here that even the cops are afraid of guns. Like you get pulled over in a traffic stop here in the United States and you reach into your pocket, the cop's going to shoot you and you're going to die. In India, you get pulled over in a traffic stop and you reach into your pocket, the cop's going to smile and accept the reasonable fee that you, that you give him <laughs> and let you go. You might call it corruption. We call it surviving a traffic stop. Yeah. I did my uh, taxes in, in April. I did them on time. I hope you all did your taxes. If you didn't, it's okay because you can still run for president and win. But I was doing my taxes and some of us immigrants, we have to do a special form for non-resident aliens. Like what are we, tourists from outer space? Take me to your leader. I hear, I hear he's an evil genius. Would love to meet him. I mean, next thing you know, he's going to be building a wall in the sky and making the Martians pay for it. I can't wait for that wall to come up because I really think that building the wall will solve all of America's biggest problems. Like, you know what? The, the most pressing issues in America are like the reality TV shows are really bad right now. Like... The only good one is America Ninja Warrior, and that's in its seventh season, so we need some new stuff. So here's what I'm saying. Build that wall, and then there are going to be cameras running on it 24-7. Take all this amazing footage of the drugs and the fun stuff making its way into this country and turn it into a reality TV show. Keeping up with the cartels. All right? Put it on, like, Univision Deportes. So I live in San Francisco, right here, right downtown, right on 6th Street, as a matter of fact. Might have heard about that from some of our previous comics. And I love living on 6th Street, which is why I don't understand why everyone else shits all over it. Like the other day, I walked out of my house, and on the front door, on the front step, there was like a needle, a fresh pile of poop, and a chicken leg. Like, what was that, some kind of weird morning ritual? <laughs> I'm gonna take my heroin first, drop a deuce. <laughs> oh, now I'm hungry. <laughs> it's so weird. Uh, but, you know, I don't wanna joke too much about it because there is a lot of pain and suffering that I see in my neighborhood on 6th Street. Mostly my own suffering at the hands of my shitty roommates. Like, I know all roommates are terrible people in general, but I got this one roommate who is a real scumbag. Because every time I go into the bathroom, there's like fresh yellow pee that they didn't flush. And here's the worst part. I don't know which roommate it is, but I really want to find out so I can tell them that they need to fucking drink more water. 
Like, I understand that California suffered a drought, but you know what's in shorter supply than water? Kidneys. Okay, you gotta protect your kidneys. It's really important. And if you're worried about like getting germs from touching the flush, just just pee in the shower. No one will know. Yeah, uh, things are changing on on Sixth Street in San Francisco in general. Um, I got a decrease in rent, and I worked it out. It came out to uh, about 18 percent. So I'm really excited because gentrification just got 18 percent cheaper in my neighborhood. You know, we're, we're going to start seeing all these uh, 20-something computer science graduates walking around with their expensive headphones and $5 cups of coffee. And that's the only part I don't agree with, the $5 coffee. Because if my morning Joe costs more than a bump of cocaine, that's, that's bad. There are cheaper ways to, uh, to wake up, you know? Tech people are, are interesting. There's a lot of crappy ideas coming out of the tech world. Like there's this app that lets you push a button and someone will come pick up your dog and walk it for you. I mean, if you don't have time to walk your dog, you should consider trading that dog in for a cat. <laughs> or better so, like ask your mom to come live with you and then you can have your dog walked and your laundry done for free. And you don't need an app for that. There's this other app, Bumble, that's from San Francisco. It apparently helps you meet feminists. Since when did we need help meeting feminists in San Francisco? I mean, can we just go to the Whole Foods and talk to the cashier? Like, that's, that's, how, that's how we always did it, right? Yeah. Um, oh, man, I could go on and on shitting on tech, but uh, I'll give it back up for your host, uh, Pam Benjamin. Are you ready for your headliner? Yeah, stick around for your headliner. Because it's going to be awesome. You guys are in for a treat. We're going to laugh really hard. Give him a sick as you go as long or as short as he wants. It's all up to him. We have all kinds of time or whatever. But we're going to have fun. And uh, clap your hands wildly right now for Casey's Canal. Yeah. Hey guys, thanks Pam. Keep it going for Pam, dude. Thank you, and thank you, thank you. You're a great laugher. Hopefully you'll keep it up. Osh, great set, bud. Hi, boo-boo. All right, so uh, I was walking to the Brainwash um, last week. You guys know where that is, right? I was going down Langton, and I saw a homeless guy, no joke, eating out the butt of another homeless guy. Uh -huh. And I did what every other person would do. I stopped and I watched, Pam. <laughs> I need material for my Instagram story. <laughs> you know? So I'm taking it in. I'm taking it in. He turns around and he's like, what are you looking at, faggot? <laughs> faggot? That's a mean thing to say, but I didn't... Let it affect me. I know he was just saying it tongue-in-cheek. <laughs> All right. 
All right. Hey, they say you should enjoy your youth while you still can. I say that's terrible advice to give a pedophile. It's damn near encouragement. Uh, I had a uh, weird lunch today, you know? It was weird. I had a bunch of mini strokes while I was enjoying some cheap pizza. That's right. I had little seizures for lunch. Mm. I'm a very stupid person. Pretty dumb. Only recently did I learn that custard wasn't actually short for cool mustard. <laughs> Blew my mind. I don't know what I'm going to do after the show tonight. I, I, may, I may go home and watch some Japanese cartoons. Anime not. Yeah, I like coming uh, to mutiny as a as a stoner because I feel like ball four, high and outside. It's, it's refreshing. Uh, you guys are drinkers here, right? We drink, right? Pam, you get down. Osh, do you drink? Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. Whatever. I uh, got a question for you drinkers out there. Have you ever wondered or imagined or ever fantasized what it would be like to drive a car drunk? Exactly, because we've all fucking done it. And that shit's going to happen again, gang. So be careful, because there's two types of people in this world. There's people that get DUIs and people that remember to use cruise control. So a little button, light comes on, it's Mario Kart all the way home. You'll be good. Yeah, you guys could probably tell by looking at me, or maybe you smelled me when I walked by. I love weed. It is my best friend. So much so that when it comes to weed, I only eat baked lays. Oh wait, when it comes to weed, when it comes to snacks, guys, <laughs> kick that one. Ugh. Boop, boop, boop. Look at this little shit I got for my phone. Do you like it? It makes me look like a multitasker that just finished a ring pop. You know? It's pretty sweet. It's like a little holder. It's nice. Six bucks, Amazon. I'm not even getting money for it. Dookie, dookie. Hey, guys, I got really drunk last weekend. Hammered. Bar hopping. Wasted. Rounded out my night by doing a little skinny dipping in an Uber pool. You ever done that? It's a fun way to make friends. Easier way to make enemies, dude. Legit touch and go situation. I do some stupid shit when I'm high. I think we all do, right? Stupid shit. I was stoned out of my fucking gourd recently, and I went to McDonald's, hit up the drive-thru, put my order in, went to the window, I paid, and I just took off without my food. Just, yeah. just fucking left like a high guy. Couldn't have been happier on the ride home, P.S. When I went back to try to explain myself, they didn't believe me. They didn't buy my story for a second. And I get it. I understand. You know, to be fair... I did go back two weeks later to a Burger King. Still thought it was worth a Whopper June. Chicken Tendy, King Street. Didn't go down that way for me. Oh, man. I like to smoke all the time, guys. I do, but I prefer to smoke in the morning. You know, I like to wake and bake. Osh, that's my shit. You like to smoke weed? Sweet, my crowd.
Hunter, you like to smoke in the morning, right? Do you know why I like to wake and bake, dude? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you do. <laughs> hmm. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Guys, I am uh, no good at sex. Not good at all, just like my little brother Hunter here. Uh, can't, you know, can't knock boots. Can barely slap sandals together. I'm sloppy. Don't know what's going on down there. I need help. And I know this for a fact because every woman I have ever slept with has had to finish herself off at the end. Mm-hmm. And after like the fourth or fifth suicide, I was like, shit, my dick game, she be weak. <laughs> need to step it up. Ladies, I don't make love, I make mistakes. Right, boo boo? I would probably be a better lover if I was in better shape. I really am a fucking pile of garbage, guys. You know you're getting out of shape when your elbows start to look like a fat baby's knees. It's not good. And I'm very white and I'm very pasty, guys. So white that no matter what we're talking about, no matter the topic of conversation, I'm gonna pale in comparison. Okay, it's not good. I'm very lumpy, very white. Oh, it's so gross under this shirt. If I were to take it off, it kind of looks like a raw chicken breast just fucking stuffed with dirty laundry. (laughs) To the gills, man. Seeing little dimples and dirty socks. It's like a big wet ball of mozzarella in the bottom of an empty fucking pillowcase. Just (laughs) rancid and gross, dude. Not happy with how I look. I know I need to lose weight, and I'm trying certain things, and certain things are working for me, you know, and plan on putting those things into a book for people in my similar pregnant with a beer baby situation. And uh, it's coming out soon. It's called Fuck It, Grow a Neck Beard. (laughs) The wispiest way to weight loss is under your chins the whole time. (laughs) Who knew? Who knew? Oh, and also on top of all this garbage, literally on top, I got man boobs, dude. I got little perky, meaty man titties on my chest. And I think the worst part about man tits is you never see them coming. You can't prepare for them at all. I remember I I went to bed one night, a young, slender, confident uh, gentleman, and I woke up the next morning, a buxom lass, a couple of heaving A cups, just tried to be sucked and fucked in the town square. It was an exciting time for me. I don't like my body at all, but there is one thing I do like. I am so psyched that I have an any belly button. Give it up if you have an any belly button. If you don't, you're a freak. Oh, it makes me so sick. Audi belly buttons look like someone's stomach is trying to barf up a meat balloon backwards. It is. A great way to ruin a day at the beach. You guys know you're taking a big shit when you have to courtesy flush, right? Not because of the smell, but because your head's about to hit the ceiling. Got power down. <laughs> yep. Um, growing up, uh, my sister used to make fun of me a lot. Call me names, tease me. She used to call me spare tire. Not because of my gut. She just loved to lock me in the trunk of the car. That was... Her favorite. Uh, My sister likes to help people um, coordinate their clothes and their shoes within their living spaces, but she is ashamed and she doesn't want anyone to know about it. That's right, guys. My sister's a closet organizer. (laughs) 
Um, we still talk on the phone, me and my sister from time to time, but she always dominates the conversation and ends up complaining about her new roommate, you know, and like fucking half hour into that shit. I'm like, listen, this is not my problem. Okay. Nobody asked you to live with diabetes. It's the one least you could break by eating a cake. Do you need frosting sister? I want my, she's, I want her gone. She's the worst. She got married like a year ago, right? Roughly. And uh, she got married to this little pipsqueak of a dude. Pissant. I don't get to use that word, but it's accurate for this guy. He looks like the Notre Dame mascot, you know? Just a mean face. He looks like he's going to be nothing but abusive to my sister throughout their entire marriage. And look, I know I've said some shit tonight, but that is like the one and only thing I like about him. I'm really hoping he can take her down a peg or two. Lord knows I've tried. Satan's tough to beat. Ask Jeebus. He'll tell you the same. He will tell you the same. Uh, I have a friend. We know Brady. You guys know Brady Hold, right? Uh, I saw him like really bummed out in front of the brainwash. I went up to him like, what's wrong, Brady? He's like, KC, I'm living out of my car, man. I'm like, don't worry, man. It can always get worse than that. He's like, how? Like, you could be living out of your motorcycle. <laughs> oh, wait, Pam, I just remembered. I have a pussy joke. Like what, uh, what was her name? Velasquez. She had a lot of energy. Yes. My pussy is like saloon doors. There's always a horse parked out front. See, you thought it would be because it's, but it's not. Uh, you guys ever have a pen where it just flows really well? Like every word looks like it was fucking typed and it just feels good. I'm going on and on. When you see my suicide note tomorrow, you're going to be like, whoa, calligraphy? Wow. R.I.P. Hey, uh, if you've ever met someone that can do a halfway decent Owen Wilson impression. Coincidentally, you've also met someone that can do a perfect Jennifer Aniston impression. Oh, it's all in the O's. Just, if you aim for confused bird, you know, oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Uh, I went camping. Um, last weekend, and I came back a little bit itchy. And I called my doctor, who I've had my entire life, really fucking old dude now. I called him, I'm like, hey doc, I think I have poison ivy. He's like, what, penis envy? I was like, no, doc, <laughs> hold on. I think I have poison ivy. He's like, oh, poison ivy, where? I said, well, on my tiny insignificant penis, of course. Uh, they say Trump has small hands. You know, I've been accused of having small hands. And you know what they say about people with small hands. They know how to change the subject. Now, I was um, thinking of something. Oh, do you guys ever hate someone so much you wish you had a bigger middle finger? It's a big fucking juicy bird confidently sling. That's what I think about whenever I see DJ Khaled, guys. Not a fan. We the best. Major key. Fuck you. Hate that guy. Not since The Sopranos have I seen such a frivolous misuse of tracksuits. 
he's not running anywhere, you know? And am I the only one that thinks that DJ Khaled kind of looks like Kevin James dressed up as Drake? That's some accurate Kings of Queens shit right there. That was a good show. Hunter, you work at Five Guys, right? Do you like uh, In-N-Out, though? You think so? In-N-Out's okay. The burgers are okay, but the fries... Fries at In-N-Out are lackluster. Fries at In-N-Out are a lot like sex with me, okay? It's either far too bland or way too salty. (laughs) And you're only going to get animal style when you're drunk, so really, worth it? Short answer, no. Emphatic, no. Hmm. Um, I really do like In-N-Out, though, because of the look, the aesthetic, the style. I like getting my burgers from a place that looks like a really clean bathroom behind an ice cream parlor. Mmm. It's good. Um, do you guys like coffee? Yes. I like coffee. I think it's fine. I don't, I don't love it. I don't think it's great. Give me a cup of something that vaguely tastes like a melted donut. I'm happy, dude. Good to go. No complaints. I just don't like coffee snobs, man. People that take it too seriously. Coffee snobs are essentially just hipsters who are very particular about where their uh, diarrhea comes from. (laughs) Seems silly. I drink a lot of coffee, but I don't stop drinking coffee when I get too jittery. I stop drinking coffee when my pee starts to smell like burnt popcorn. (laughs) Time to cut off the java at that point. Any dog people here? Not like actual mutants, but like dog. Li- <laughs> Hunter's like, <"Woo-hoo!" laughs> um, I have a dog, guys. I, I love him so much. He can fetch, he can roll over, sit, stay. I think the best thing my dog does is not tell people how much I cry. It's a good old boy. I love him. He's the best. I call him my son, my little baby boy, but I have friends that are actual human parents, and they get pretty fucking pissed off at me when I say that shit. But really, when you think about it, having a dog is essentially like having a, like a furry stepchild you can openly cuss at in public. You know. I argue it's better, guys. My dog is fucking cute, though, dude. Oh, little Berkeley boy. He's a Adorable, so photogenic. I love taking pictures of him, but mostly when he's sleeping. That's like the magic moment. But I'm afraid if I keep posting that, people are just going to think I found a really cute dead dog. Like, oh, no filter, huh? No pulse either, I bet. That's sick. Yum, yum. Um, I would like to be a dog if I could be any animal, truly. I think that's the fucking gig right there, dude. The only downside to being a dog is you have to open every door with your face. Other than that, dude, that is fucking sweet. Sweet. And I like water just fine, but as a dog, what else do I have to do for a different beverage option? What do I have to do for some juice, dude? Some Sunny D. Lord knows what I have to do for some peanut butter. You guys know? Ah. No. No, no, no. How am I doing on time here, Pam? You're at 17, but you can do whatever you want. Okay, I got a couple more. 
I love to drink. I like to smoke weed, but that's fucking it, gang. That's all I do. Nothing harder than that for me. The only time you're going to see me drop acid is if I'm running through a slippery laboratory. Did I do the summer? Are you guys excited for summer yet? Did I say that yet? Okay, okay, okay. So, uh, are we excited for summer? <laughs> I am too, Pam. You know why? Because I plan on opening up my own store that's going to be specifically for summer footwear. And I'm going to hire nothing but overconfident employees. I'm going to call it Nothing We Can't Sandal. <laughs> yeah, it's not worth the, the trip. Stay where you're at. <laughs> do, 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 do. Pam, got one more, dude. One more. You guys clap if you get, want me to do one more. Yay! Yay! Beans, beans. The magical fruit. The more I eat, the more I'm convinced I have IBS. <laughs> Good night, guys. Bye! <laughs> Casey Scannell. Uh, everybody turn around and say thank you to David Zunzu Kersher, one of the ones and twos back there too. And our headliner, Casey Scannell. That was great. You did almost 20 minutes. That was a lot of fun. Thank you for coming, David, because he wasn't on the bill, but everyone else. We had, yay! It happens every week, and thank you for coming, and thank you for being in it. And uh, I'm sure all the people are listening online, and they'll tell us how great it was later. Yay. Um, again, seriously, guys, thanks for coming, and everyone got their treat, right? Okay, cool. All right, uh, see everybody next week. Bye. Even just like discussing what it's like to be afraid of a bee and having Asperger's and like understanding every single like digit that the bee has on its legs and like how many eyes the insect has and like the wings and having the photographic memory of like the bee and being able to like going through the whole yeah. like description of like There's what that, you experience. Yeah. There, there was actually a, a beehive that uh, was infested in our house a couple years back so that like just totally adds to my phobia as well so maybe I can throw that in there. Yeah, because like you, I'm sure you understand all the halls and honeycombs in that. Uh, <laughs> but you're not, you. you're not allergic to bees, though. You yeah, don't have to. No, I was stung like eight times while those fuckers were in our house. So uh, I found out the hard way that I'm not. But I guess so. No anaphylaxis. No anaphylactic. No, just, no. Just that was nice. Gotcha. <laughs> all right. Any other comments, everybody? Everybody good? Woo! Go see Stephen Massey on Friday. Yay! show on Friday. It's gonna be a good one just like every Friday. Uh, all right, your next comedian, super funny guy. Excited every time I get to see him. You guys should be too. Put your hands together for Joey Avery. 
All right. Had a nice day today. I've got allergies, which sucks. I never used to have allergies. I've been sneezing all day. I feel like an asshole. Um, but I was at work, and I was talking to some guy in the kitchen, just talking about it. I was like, oh, I'm sneezing. He's like, oh, do you have allergies? And uh, and I was like, yeah. And he's like, you know what I always do to fix that? He's like, I always, I always go for a run. And I was like, what? I was like, how does how does that work? And I'm looking, he's kind of like a like a heavier, you know, he's a heavier dude. And he's like, the way I look at it is this. He's like, allergy is kind of a weak disease, all right? And I feel like if I get out there and start running, my body is going to look at itself and go, look, this 250-pound man is trying to go for a run. We better figure out a way to let him breathe. Like, that's kind of a brilliant approach to science. I really like that. That kind of like, you know what, fuck what doctors think. I'm just going to go ahead and come up with my own theories. Um, it's, a really, it's more of a social way of looking at it. Like, yeah, allergies is a, it's a privilege disease. You know, you've got allergy privilege. Like, there's no starving kids in serious sneezing. You know what I mean? Bono's never like, we need to get more Claritin to Africa. Um... I don't think that is how it works, but uh, fuck it. You know, science, maybe it's overrated. Who cares? <laughs> I kind of miss that approach where people could just go with a feeling. They'd just be like, listen, buddy, it's going to rain tomorrow. And I'm like, how do you know? He's like, I can feel it in my bones. <laughs> I had friends like that, and I always really thought that was so cool. I was like, maybe they're on to something, and then eventually they'd be like, listen, White people are descended of the devil, and I'm like, okay, I don't know. I'd rather go back to rather go back to science at this point. I think gut feeling sometimes gets a little sketchy when you're talking about a different group of people. Um, what else? I actually was having this other real. Does this ever happen to you where you're talking to someone and you realize about halfway through the conversation you've ceased listening to what they're saying? <laughs> and just started judging them, <laughs> putting together an entire backstory of their life instead of listening to what they're trying to communicate to you. That happens to me at work all the time. I'll be in a meeting with some guy, like some guy who's like a little higher up and he's telling me about, you know, what needs to get done and all these things that are happening. I'm kind of nodding and the next thing I know, I'm like, damn, that guy's got a nice watch. He's got a Banana Republic shirt. He's got a hair. This guy's really kind of got his shit together. This guy seems like he actually likes this job. This guy might actually be happy here. He enjoys working at this company. What a strange man. He, I guess maybe he's married and he has kids kids and that's when the next thing I know it's my turn to talk and I'm like fuck I just, just want to be like I just want to know your story <laughs> who are you really what noises do you make when you fuck I don't want to talk about this goddamn report alright this is dumb I want to know who you are I don't want to talk about this maybe it's because I hate my job um yeah happy Monday uh, <laughs> There it is. Um, I don't know. It is weird to judge people. I get super weirded out by that because I know, like, you know, when people judge me, I'm not always come off well on the first go. Like, I've had conversations with every one of my really good friends about six months after I known them, and they're always like, you know, you turned out to be a really good guy. And I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? What do you mean <laughs> turned out to be? I've been this guy the whole time. And they're like, yeah, I thought thought you were a douchebag, but I can't blame them because, like, I'll realize that, you know, that kind of, I had a moment on, on this Saturday night where I, 
I walked into my friend's house and he was having a birthday party and I saw one of my friends he got really excited he was like no fucking way bro no way and he picked me up and he ran me into another room where like five guys were dancing with a couple very polite girls and just being just being just bros and then another guy picked me up and said no way and he ran me back into another room and then both those guys started hitting me and I enjoyed the whole experience and I had to realize I'm like this is what all my friends think I'm doing when they're not around and I tell them it's not true. But it is. But being a douchebag is kind of nice sometimes. It's, it's enjoyable. All right, that's it for me. Thank you, guys. Joey Avery! Uh, the, um, you said the... Um the allergies are, are a privileged disease. There's, yeah. there's an affluenza joke in there. Oh, oh, that's true, actually. Yeah, that is true. The real symptom. Uh, <laughs> uh, I have a question for you first, and then and then uh, a comment. Uh, do you wear that backwards hat at work? It's <laughs> <laughs> a good question. No, I <laughs> I holster it in my backpack. Okay. Okay. And then when I leave, I'm like, I get to be the real me, motherfuckers. Okay. Good because. When you're staring at someone and they're talking and you're judging them, I'd like to hear on the opposite side when people are staring at you at work across the table, what are they thinking of? That's amazing. They're like, this guy with his backward hat just goes to parties and gets picked up by big guys and brought into rooms and high fives or whatever happens, whatever they dream that happens. You're like, him and his smile, I bet he's going out to Yogurt Park and meeting (laughs) all those girls, (laughs) hanging out with 18-year-old girls outside the, the, I don't know what they're thinking, but I'm sure you can go on a long, fun tirade. Right. Oh, that's great. Okay, no, that's cool. awesome, Pam. Thank you. <laughs> cool. All right. Thank you, guys. Joey Avery! Yay! If I knew what to say, I would already said it. All right. Bye, Tim. Tim, those, pe- uh, those glasses make you look like you just came out of a um, 3D movie extravaganza. They're like that, like you found the free free movie things. All right, everybody. Uh, hey, guys, don't forget, come tomorrow to Brainwash. Your next comedian is a funny lady, and we're glad that she's here at Joke Workshop. Put your hands together, everybody. It's Khadijah Ford. You always do. Pam, you can just say my first name. Okay. It's all right. It's Katie. Oh, wait. wait this is not on. No, it's on. Is it on? Yeah. Oh, it's on. <laughs> okay. I wanted to do something different. I, I, I've been writing and working with this other writer on uh, really putting together a good, meaty, 20-minute routine. <laughs> and I thought, well, I'm going to come here and work on And I thought, no, no, I, I, I want to do something different. And I, I just I, I want to work on my um, standing on stage. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I wanted to work on um, in you know uh, what do you call it? riffing riffing. But then I was standing over there, and I was looking at that poster, and it made me think of. Um, Buffy the the vampire slayer and there was this episode that um this older a senior citizen lady and Buffy were fighting this this enormous 
mechanical dick. And I couldn't believe that it was on TV. And nobody saw it, nobody said anything. So what I did was I took pictures of it and it really was. It was like, they, it was their monster, and they were like, oh, oh fighting with it. And, and everybody's mouth was like, oh. And then, then the old lady, she's like, oh, like that. And, uh, and then I put it on, um, whoops. I, put it on, I didn't know I was going to get physical. <laughs> and, and then I put it on Facebook, and I thought, surely somebody's going to see that this is a dick. And it's, it's on like regular TV, but it, it isn't. So I was, um, how I got to that story. Yeah, I was standing over there and, and I think that's a dick. That's a dick in the poster, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, I, cause I can recognize them. I, I, I know like when I see one, I can point it out. <laughs> Like, yeah, um, but I wanted to riff and that like I want somebody to say something to me. Where else do you see penis? <laughs> um, in my head, I see, I see, I see large penises in my head. <laughs> I want them. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know this guy's like, I don't know, because I wanted to riff. I wanted to, like, talk to you guys, you know? Where are you from? Oh, yeah, I'm from Indiana. Where are you from? Michigan. Are you? You like Michigan? Yeah, I don't like people from Indiana. Really? Why? <laughs> yeah. They're, they're a little country. Are they? Yeah. We, well, you haven't met my family. We're not country. We're just ghetto. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I wouldn't say that about my mama, my daddy. No, I have. I, I came from a, a large, large family, 12, and I'm the youngest. Yeah. Did your hat on backwards? No. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Joey? Wait a second. Are you rolling a joint? All right. I've never been in, you know, well, I'm going to lie now because my brothers grew, we sold it on the market. And that's about the, am I done? Okay, so um, let's see. Um, I was walking down the street yesterday in Chinatown. I was just walking. I wasn't whistling, I was just walking. I was, and I was walking, and I was in Chinatown, and I saw a whole bunch of Chinese people. <laughs> and I was trying to get their attention, right? I was like going. I was trying, and nobody, nobody. So I kept walking, and then I saw um, this white guy. He was dressed immaculate. He was just like, don't touch me. I'll be back. But, and I was like trying to get his attention and he just like wouldn't have it. I'm like, you know, he would not have anything to do with me. And then um, these three sisters were walking. Hey, sis, what's happening? And we, we stopped and said, hey, how you doing? And that made me feel good in Chinatown. So I just kept walking 
right? I was, and then I saw this um, Mexican guy on my right side, yeah, right, my right side, and he he made me stop because he leaned back and, and he said, "Hey, what's happening?" I can't walk. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's too crazy. I There's no joke to this because I was just walking down the street in Chinatown and that's what happened to me. <laughs> okay, that was my riffing. Yeah, riffing. What are you going to say? Huh? What are you going to do? Comments? Well, I definitely think that there is a lot to be said for just be getting a presence on stage if that's what you want to do. You know what I mean? Like, it, there's just, that's, if that's what you want to do, I think that's how you should for sure use your time. And I have a really hard time riffing, so um, congratulations. <laughs> the, job with it. the other thing I wanted to do was, was not speak. I'll work on that. Oh, really? Yeah, I did that one for like five minutes. Five minutes? Yeah, I had a five minute set and I just stood there. How did it go? <laughs> and, and get out. I'm not joking. Beat it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got a little of that, but it was just. Well, you didn't have I breast. Silence. I was over at the, uh, <laughs> the uh, uh, absent or whatever the fuck it's called over there on Valencia. Absence? And it was back on like an early Tuesday or whatever, like four years ago or whatever. And I just, mm -hmm. just got up there and I was just like. How many people were in the audience? The fucking place was full. Oh, is it? Yeah. Were they drinking? Uh, I wasn't. I just kind of stood there. Oh, yeah? You didn't do the, uh, well, you don't get to start work right away when you get to work, Joe. Ah, listen to the guy rolling the joint. I always wanted to try that. Just, like, um, maybe uh, take out my hanky and just kind of dry myself off. But it's not a, it's not a thing. <laughs> it's not like you can you can like do it once, but like I don't know how many times you can do that. I can ju I, I have my card. I can do it five times because I get a hole punch. It's, oh. it's a card that has. <laughs> my bad. See, see. Now you're riffing. See, <laughs> see. Thank you, thank you for doing that for me. Thank you. All right, thank you. Get it. <laughs> okay, thank you, everyone. Riffing is hard. This is a good place to do it. Your next comedian uh, comes to us by way of uh, England. He has a fun accent. And he had a great set last Friday at uh, the opening of Fantastic's Comedy Clubhouse. I laughed and laughed. You guys are going to laugh right now. Listen and uh, come up with things to say for Johnny Isaacs. <laughs> Good evening, everybody. Uh, I almost got hit by one of those tech buses on the way here, actually. Oh, no. uh, yeah, I was on my motorcycle and I was going up the right-hand side, and he just didn't see me and like sort of started squishing me in towards the traffic, the all the cars parked on the side. And my immediate thought was, oh fuck, this is a bit like uh, like a really quick version of the trash compactor sequence from Star Wars. <laughs> and then I thought, oh, I'm wearing a Star Wars T-shirt. <laughs> and then I thought, uh, what's happened to me? <laughs> I used to be I used to be quite cool. <laughs> That's actually not true. That's why I bought a motorcycle. Um, <coughs> so, 
Um, anyway, so I, I don't know if anyone else saw this this week, uh, last week maybe. It was brilliant. A really great picture of Michael Bublé trying to eat corn on the cob. And um, normally pe- normal people eat corn on the cob like this. And Michael Bublé tried to eat it like this. Um, like, the, trying to shove the whole thing in his face. It was absolutely fantastic. And I was like, this guy's had some amazing life that he's never eaten corn on the cob before, like a human being. Um, and then, you know, being a gay person, my next thought was, he's definitely gay. Because that is what we do. Anything phallic-shaped goes in because you have to practice that shit. Practice makes perfect. As like a tween, you know, getting, you, getting to grips with your sexuality and being really uncomfortable with it and lying about it for a quite a long time, you, you're like, I'll see how this feels. And bananas are good because they're malleable. Hot dogs, hot dogs are quite, like, slippery, so you can... Easy that they go down the gullet really easily. So I've lost a couple of whole hot dogs down there, which is really it's a really uncomfortable sensation right about here. It's just like, oh shit. Um, and you have never ever had brain freeze till you've deep throated a popsicle, by the way. Um, because that is a that is a thing in the gay community, blowjobs are like universally accepted as just how you start, and often just how you, and often how you finish, right? From from what the liberal media elite explains to me, what I what I gather from them and uh, TV shows and films, there are quite quite a lot of women who don't like giving blowjobs, which is really just inherently strange to me because in the gay community it's the other way around. Like everybody gives blowjobs, quite a lot of people don't actually like having anal sex because anal sex is a lot of work. Like there's a lot of prep that takes place in anal sex because uh, it can go really horribly wrong if you don't prep for that and nobody wants that. Or mo- at least most people don't want that. There's a few very select people who are a little bit weird and we don't really talk about them too much. Um, and I have a really excellent story of how, just how wrong Anal sex can go. Not a personal experience, thankfully. This is um, when I was 17. I was playing for quite a um, successful rugby team. We were in a big cup final, um, and uh, on the uh, on the day of the cup final, our star player, who's a really like the, the the glue of the team, didn't show up. He just didn't show up, and everyone was like, "What the fuck is happening?" Uh, we lost that game, funnily enough. And at the end of the game, it's like midday on a Sunday. Sunday, uh, he. He suddenly rocks up at the end of the game. We're like, what the fuck happened? And all of a sudden, everyone realizes that something really horrible has happened because he is crying. And we're like, oh shit, what's happened? He's like, okay, this is the story. This is why I missed the match. So Kelly was over last night. This is their 17 years old. Kelly was over last night and we wanted, she was like, I want to try anal. And he was like, okay, let's do that. Because that's a really big thing for a 17 year old couple to try. and so they're on the couch, and he's like, okay, let's have anal. Uh, and the, his dog walks in. He's like, no, the dog's like really old and sick and just wants to cuddle. And he's like, no, no, no. Shoes the dog out, closes the door, and they start having anal, anal on, the, uh, on the couch. Uh, a few minutes in, they sort of, you know, gotten through the horrible start and how painful it is. And she just goes, she's like, oh, I think, and she just, he pushes it in and she relaxes. And she shits all over him, all over the couch, all over the white couch. And at that, at that exact moment, they see lights pulling up into the driveway. And they're like, oh my God, his parents are home, fuck. And they just get up naked, run upstairs as quickly as possible. She jumps in the shower as quickly as possible, hoses herself down. 
And then they come down, they're about to come down the stairs and on the wires, and they just hear an almighty, and his mum has come in and found out, found shit all over their nice white couch. And she goes, oh my God, it's the dog! And, uh, and the dog had been quite sick for a while. A dog that he'd grown up with, this like 15 year old dog, he's 17. And so he missed his big rugby final because they were putting down his dog. Oh. That is a true story. Oh. So anal sex kills. Thank you very much. Yay, Johnny Isaacs. Uh, stay up there. Comments, yeah, comments. Just, sorry. Wow. <laughs> that poor dog. I know. Oh, and of course he wasn't going to say anything. Do not say anything. Oh, my God. And they thought that the dog, oh, they killed the dog. That's a really Live sad with that guilt very forever funny. and ever That's, and wow. <laughs> That's amazing. That's a great story. All right, comments. I, that, was a, that was a great story. I mean, from beginning to end, nose to tail. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but um, <sh. laughs> does any everyone shaking their heads? They're like, nope, good story, just as is, absolutely. <laughs> Everyone's saying yes, as is, absolutely perfect. Ooh, Johnny Isaacs, yay! She's got pretty little hips and pretty little lips. Anal sex kills. Wow. All right, everybody. We have your last comedian here on the Joke Workshop, which means, uh, hey, keep paying attention. Give him your best and take notes so we can give him comments if he needs them. Put your hands together, everybody. It's Ashton Tate. Thank you. Man, I wish I... Now all the times I hadn't tried anal sex, I really wish I had. I would have been perfect in this scenario. Um, But uh, any Prince fans in the house? Nice. Uh, I know it's sad news. Personally, I'm more of a fan of Michael Bolton. Good guy. Um, I like his stuff. I, uh, you know, I was I was walking here. I think that uh, things get uh, easier later in life. Like uh, I, I, I just, uh, I think it'd be cool to be old and and uh, have people respect you. Like I don't know, that'd be pretty nice. Cause uh, this old guy, I was driving, he crossed the street, complete jaywalk, and then he just looks at me and he's like. And like normally I would get mad and be like fucking this backpack wearing high school dropout. But uh, I mean, he still could have dropped out of high school. But I, I just like him breaking the law made me think like, man, what should I really value? Like, should I count the seconds in life? Should I just made me think more about life. And so that was cool. I uh, been saving some time. You guys like saving time? I. Uh, my friend was telling me that uh, shopping at Abercrombie is expensive, but uh, if you don't buy anything and walk around, you save a lot on cologne. Uh, I think that's true. Uh, I don't. Uh, I tried to get a massage recently, and the lady asked me for a, if I wanted the hard stuff. She asked me if I wanted a hard massage, and I said yes. And then she slammed the door, and I like realized I couldn't handle a hard massage because I thought I hurt her feelings. So. Um, need more heart massages than that. Um, but uh, I was at the bar with my friend, and uh, he was he was trying to pick up some girls. He was trying to ask out this girl, and he was uh, his line would be like, "Hey, what are you doing later?" And uh, no girl was really responding to that. So I figured like you should be more specific, you know, like, "Hey, what are you doing when you leave your apartment off 12th Avenue?" <laughs> uh, I know you have work at Banana Republic in the morning. 
So maybe we'll make it a quick night. Um, but uh, I, uh, anyone here? I, I got in an argument uh, with my girlfriend, and um, it's fun having arguments these days. They're uh, very relatable to people. Uh, it's cool to like get in an argument and then go. I think you win it by just going past the point.